When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Kane signed, Hulk Hogan signed, Santana, Enzo, they was both here on the pod. Friends of the pod, they came through, signed, signed their figures for me and all that. But more important, like, I took it when I was younger. We used to do fucking, um, we used to have our own little WWE in the park. Right. So niggas would do their Royal Rumbles and nigg- uh, niggas from other blocks would come in and invade like they the NWO. The older niggas are joining every now and then. But like real, like wrestling. No, like real. Real wrestling. After the shit with the toys. You know Same. what I mean? Make the cardboard belts with the foil on it. Everything. I was booking the shit too. So I'm the nigga that's creating the matches. <laughs> And I'm the champ. I don't even think I lost. I was Vince McMahon and Hulk Hogan. I was both of them niggas at the same time. (laughs) Right? I was booking the matches. (laughs) Nigga booking the matches, winning the matches, calling the bouts, not showing up, letting niggas do their thing, give me results. You was dog kicking it? I was dog kicking the whole shit. Right? So. Let, 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 let me get this started because I, I got it's a couple people in the chat and they, it's going to spread. But yeah, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, if you've been smoking rock or under a rock, you now tuned into the motherfucking personal party podcast. Cheer. That was a whack. That was a whack one. That was, that was a whack, whack. one. And I, I, I think I, I, I always say your shit is whack. But that was, that that was, that was super whack. Do it again. Cheer. Alright, that's a little better. Yeah, a little bit more. My fault, my fault, my fault. Let me wake up. I just ate that good barbecue. (laughs) We got the goat in here, though. Let's not do that. Yeah, yeah, I'm not even going to direct my energy to you just yet. We got the goat in this motherfucker right now. I'm talking about Queen's legend, Mm -hmm. right? The first BMX athlete to sign to Jordan Brand. Yeah, that's a dream, right? I'm sorry, bro. That, that's I couldn't even like usually. For us, that's crazy. Usually, that's I, crazy. I, usually I would let that right. be the last thing I say, <laughs> but it's so fire. And the announcement was just made yesterday, and you right here today, right? My Grenadian brother. <laughs> okay, okay. I thank yes, you for granting me this interview because yes, Smoke Dizzy is slash media too. Right. So it's very tight that I can have my brother up here and we could fucking right. chat right. about your long illustrious career Man. and how important you are to the culture. Thank you, bro. I appreciate you feel me? Because when I, I look at you, that. I see myself. And and that, my brother. So you right. see what this thing got on, bro? This nigga is <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna hold you. Nas always fly. Right. He always fly. Bro, he always listen. fly. I'm from Queens, man. Don't your right. shit. Really? <laughs> I just saw the Jordan brand yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I got my motherfucking brother. Yeah. Yo, Nigel Sylvester in this right. motherfucker. Oh, Lord. Yeah, I'm turned now. 
It's on. Yeah, brother. We here, man. <laughs> Thank you for coming by, man. Fucking where the fuck do I start? You've been motherfucking right. riding bikes since you was six years old. Man, for a long time, bro. A long time. Right. So when did it start? That's when it that's when it started. <laughs> yeah, but but, like, but here, but let me let me hit a little footnote real fast, cause I'm gonna dedicate a whole little section to this one thing. I just got put up on your Go series not too long ago. Right. And for one, it's one of the most creative, innovative series I've ever seen. Right. Thank you. Secondly, you gave me anxiety <laughs> the whole way through. So I did my job. <laughs> Facts. Every right. episode from mm-hmm. New York, Dubai, right. Miami. Crazy. You, I was a little uneasy. Crazy. Y'all niggas riding in the traffic. <laughs> you jumping on tables. You yeah, jumping out of planes. Oh, you was like, watching. I'm like, my nigga. My, and right. every time I'm like, hold on, this nigga ran into a truck. And just, I'm like, yo, what the fuck is going on? Bro, he jumped the, 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 what's the train station? The platform. The platform. Yo, right. my nigga, yeah. It, yeah it, it, was, it was a lot of anxiety. And then right. it was a lot of, it was like watching a rap video with no words. Mm. Just cool ad libs, like chill, mm. you wild and shorty. Like, Get <laughs> off the table. I watched it, watched it, bro. Listen, like I can tell when someone watches it I because watch of certain things that for the little things, right? Because I pay things. attention to details. Mm-hmm. I see it from in here. Son, right? <laughs> you feel me? You <laughs> feel me? I'm being Harlem. He ran in the Ferg in Harlem. You know what I mean? That's You know what I mean? You, you, you with our brother Greg Una. Right. Shout out, bro. Shout out to the bro, Greg. We're going to get into Greg, too. But I just had to say that because I had so much anxiety watching that. <laughs> but let's rewind back to the beginning of your journey. Mm-hmm. Six years old, right. falling in love with bikes. Walk me through that. Man, that's just like you grew up in New York, right? Like you understand what it is. Like the bicycle is is such an important tool, right? Just to get around your, your neighborhood. Word. To get to your... Your first transportation. Your first your motor transportation mm-hmm. is, your, is your bicycle, right? To get to the corner store, to get to the park, go ride out with your homies, mm-hmm. whatever the case may be, the bicycle is super important. And even before that for me, like I was just a very curious kid, bro. Like, And I remember just being in my grandmother's driveway, bro, and my, and like, and my older cousin Jody just putting me on a bike. And me... Being that young and watching him fix bikes and like work on bikes and wanting to like impress him mm. and like wanting to be accepted like as a kid you look, you look up to like your like older yeah, cousins older, older brothers and stuff and you, you want to do something to impress them mm-hmm. and I was like man like what can I do to impress them like I'm gonna go super fast on my big wheeler and just like lock the wheel up and see what happens mm-hmm. you know what I mean and. That was a crazy day. I remember like it was yesterday, bro. We were in like the driveway and he's fixing the bike and on my big wheel up, man. And I'm pedaling super fast. And I just locked the front wheel up and the back slid around. Mm. And I was like, oh, that felt great. And I seen his reaction. And that's what it really was. It was seeing his reaction. I oh. knew that I did something cool that he appreciated. So let me like, do oh, that more and more. <laughs> bro, by the end of the day, like there was a hole in the wheels because I was just up and down all day, just like in the driveway, scared, scared, sliding around, man. And like that's what like the love like for like bike riding. That's what was born for me, man. Mm. That's what was born. Bro. See, that that's how a lot of, you know, people develop what they love and what they coin. 
mm. into being an adult. Because it's kind of like, I think we all knew that we was going to do something special mm. from young. Especially mm. when you're really exceptionally good at one thing. Mm. It's like, if you continue to do that one thing, there's no choice but you, but for you to be great right. in doing that, right? <clears throat> so fast forward a little bit. Cardoza graduate. Right. One time, one time for Queens. Right. I had a friend, my man, Michael Cardona. Shout out to Michael Cardona. Mm. He went to uh, Cardoza also. Right. He played ball. See, right, a lot of my homies, school. a lot of my homies either went there, went to Ohio's, went to mm. Cardinal Hayes, right. you know what I mean? Rice. Rice, you right. Know? And a lot right of them niggas, a lot, really know that. Yeah, yeah, they right there for a minute. A lot of them niggas played basketball. Mm-hmm. That was their one thing, right? Did you ever play basketball or was it always like you you went to school and you was the guy? For being like you knew, did they know you for that back then? I did. I did everything, bro. Hmm. Right. So we used to play. Bo- so we used to play ball at my boy's Jordan's crib. So two two five American Queens, like he lived around right the corner, and we used to play ball in there. And we was like backyard warriors, right? Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like he had like the uh, slim driveway, and on one side it was grass, and the other side it was the house, and the house was white. So by the end of the session, like. Yeah, like your shoulders, your legs, everything, everything is just like chalked up. Because we, we was in back there going crazy playing ball. You know what I mean? We all thought I'm going to the league. That's like that was it. Mm-hmm. But I also loved football, mm. and we used to play football all day, manhole to manhole, right? So the same block, two two eighteen, where I grew up, like riding bicycles. My grandma lived in that block. I used to play football in the street. So I'm all the cousins, all the brothers. They was. Listen, like, hand the ball off and just run. You know, I was super quick. So I played a bunch of different sports, man. And I actually tried out for um, the Cardoza basketball team. Did, mm. Didn't make it. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Probably was the best in disguise, right? Yeah, right, right. You know what I mean? Still like, got a Jordan deal. Right. <laughs> Crazy. Before everybody on the team. Right, man. So that's crazy, actually. <laughs> um, but I man, I played everything, bro. Like football, basketball, one of my two favorite sports. Um, but like the love for bike riding was always there. You know, I was wow. I would ride my bike from my crib to my homie Jordan's crib, right? We would ride our bikes from our neighborhood in Laurelton to Cambria to go play those dudes in football. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So the bike was always present. It says the first one transportation. So mm-hmm. it was always there with me. And along and, and along those like journeys, along those missions, I'm popping a willy, or I'm doing a bunny hop, or trying to do a manual. So it was there. It was so present. Did that come you know? natural? Because I bust um, my ass a couple times. It did, bro. Honestly, it did, bro. You know what I mean? Because from like the point where I was like four or five years old, whatever, in like my grandmother's driveway on like the big wheeler, I always had a bike, right? So I remember another time when my mom took me to Toys R Us and like she bought me a bicycle and just, it was like this neon red and green little 16 inch. And I remember her just taking it out of the car, giving it to me, and I just got on it and I started pedaling. Mm. Like no training wheels, none of that. I just got on it and was like, started going. Started going. You know what I mean? First trap? First try, I remember just I got <clears throat> balance was kind of crazy mm-hmm. at first, and I got it, and I just up and down all day, all day up and down, bro. That's crazy. You know, so, so the totally bike was crazy. always there with me. You know what I mean? Took me like a month to learn how to ride a bike. I got to bust my knee up, bro. I <laughs> my, down Riverside. My, my mom's got on the bike. She she riding. I'm like, yo, how the fuck is 
this is my mom. I get on, get on the bike, I bust my shit. Rest in peace, Uncle Wayne. Uncle Wayne, take me. We on my we in Morningside Park. You know, at this time they had the little hill going down. Shout out to Betty. Shout out to Marilyn. We all riding the bikes and shit. I'm riding down the hill, dumb fast, crash into the wall, bust my knee all up. Yo, I still I, look at my knee. I still see that scar right man, there. I, so for you to just get on a motherfucking bike, bike and just learn it at six, bro, it's crazy, bro. That's some other shit. Like, That's some genius shit. It's, it's, it's wild because like when I think, think about it, and I remember like it was yesterday, bro. It was my mom, my brother, and I. She took the bike out and gave it to me, and I just started riding up down and i was so determined just to like master bike riding not do no tricks just master how to pedal up and down mm. the block. that's crazy you know what i mean how you think and i was young at that point but i had that determination i don't know where that came from i'm assuming i was born with it man but mm-hmm. um, i know where it, it came was. from West Indian descent. Right. Here you go. Here you go. My West Indian brother. I love, I love when West Indian niggas come up here because it's a different kind of conversation we got. Is, you it feel is. me? Like, both of us, I'm from Guyana, you being from Grenada, mm-hmm. we both first generation Americans. Right. Right. From our parents, you know, migrating from their respectful places, mm-hmm. coming to America to have more opportunities for us. Right. Right. Same. I know that all too well, man. Right. So, like, growing up in a Grenadian household, mm-hmm. what was that like? Man, you know what it was like, man. It was hella strict. It was hella strict. And at that point in time, like, we not understanding why our parents are being so strict on us. You know what I'm saying? Looking back at it now, I get it 110%. Right? You know what I mean? Like, they came from an environment, from a circumstance that was rough. It was tough. You know what I mean? Like in a like, different way. In a complete different yeah. way. You know what I mean? I always say like I, I thought about it. Not I thought about, it, but I think about it. I'm like, man, like my parents left their home to go to a a whole different like continent. People don't believe they block, bro. Right to go and pursue opportunity and like like I feel like at that point you had to make it. It was no like mm-hmm. I'm gonna go bullshit or I'm gonna I'm gonna like fool around. Like my parents had that energy. Like we have to make it. There mm-hmm. is no second try. Tries. Like mm-hmm. this is what it has to be. So I understand why it was so difficult on us because it was that, it's that same energy. It's like you have to figure it out. Like you can't. Like I'm not trying to see you waste this opportunity. Like the opportunity just to be in America. <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like just yeah, that yeah. in itself. You know the opportunity to go to school. And like learn and get and education. to come over here and fail is embarrassing. Oh my god, that, like, that's probably what it really is too. I look at it. I think not only that, but they had it so hard where they was at, and it's so much easier for us. They failing ain't even an option for them. Mm-hmm. For us. Mm-hmm. Like you started me? here. Yeah, you started here, so it's like this. This is what's going on, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> so for me, my parents, my parents and grandparents, I was blessed to have them them both, mm-hmm. and. You know, my grandparents served as my secondary parents. They was on me as much as my mother and father was. Probably a little more. My mm-hmm. grandfather, he was like fucking Martin Luther King in my life. Mm. Right. And I feel like a lot of us, you know, when you go to when you go to private school, mm. right, and you go to public school, if you get both best of the both if you get best of both worlds is great. Mm. Right. But for us, if you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bada-ba-ba-ba. At participating McDonald's. Growing up, 
going to private school, because I went to private school too. Okay. Right. Going to private school wasn't always a cool thing to to right. to our friends that wasn't in private school because mm. we wore uniforms every day. Right. You know. But in in return, you know, I'm not obviously I'm a, I be, I'm a God fearing man and I believe in God. Um, praise to all praises to the highest, mm-hmm. right? But Facts. when I got older, <clears throat> as far as religion goes, you know, now you get to have your own perspective and your own mm-hmm. thoughts on that, right? So we were privy to have that at an early age to even understand religion, mm. right? Going to private school and mm. shit. Now, I'm sure your parents had different aspirations for you. Because right. I know for me, <laughs> my grandfather wanted me to be a doctor. Doctor, lawyer, right. and that's right? it. That's it. <laughs> that was it. It wasn't. It, it stops right it's, there. It's right there. It's, over, it's nothing below that. Maybe an engineer right. you can get away with Inge- some shit like right. that. But it, it started high, and that was the goal right. for as long as I could remember. Mm-hmm. And then when I started to rap, they kind of like, it was like, okay. And then I really started rapping, and then they like, what? What are you doing? Right, it's the answer you were taking. Right, so what? What? What do you like? What is this gonna do for you? And I'm coming in, I'm excited about little things that's happening, but it's big for me, and they just don't understand what the fuck I'm saying at all until this album right here, right? And mm-hmm. I walked in and I showed them the album, and they heard "Beautiful Girls" a thousand times, so they knew who the guy was. Right, and people in Guyana. Knew mm. who Sean Kingston was, right? That must have major for right, you, bro. Right, wow. right, right. So I walk in with the with the uh, Kings, the Sean Kingston album. Mm. Give it to my mom's. Open the credits, and I'm like, "What's this name right here?" Mm. And it's my name. Mm. And from wow. that moment, she was like, "Okay, Smoke Dizzle." <laughs> <laughs> What was your moment right. with your parents as when as they realized home. that you were a professional BMX right. athlete? Right. It's, I mean, first of all, that's a, that's an amazing story, right? Yeah. I can imagine like you walking into the crib knowing you about to catch a stunt. <laughs> like, listen, <laughs> I got y'all now. You can't tell me no right now. You can't tell me right, no. Right. You know what I mean? To be able to do that, so I could I could only imagine how like you felt, man. And this salute to you for that because that must have been crazy. I'm sure your parents, your family, super proud of you, man. Which which is dope. Um, for me, it was and I, and I tell the story a lot, man, because it was. Again, it's one of those moments that like I won't ever forget. And it was shortly after I signed to Nike. So I had signed to Nike when I was 18 years old, bro. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> crazy. Crazy. You, crazy. Were, you, you was LeBron. Yo, bro, crazy, it was no bro. bullshit. It was Kobe. Crazy, bro. No, yes, yes, crazy. yes. He's Kobe. You Kobe, like, bro. bro. It was Jordan handing it down. He's Kobe, bro. It was wild, bro. Nah, it's all good. Yeah. I mean, I, I signed to Nike probably like, not even probably as like, it was two months after my birthday, like mm. after turn eighteen. I'm <coughs> young, you know what I mean. I don't know anything about the business, anything. But I signed, told my parents, and they still didn't get it. You know what I mean? Because they have no reference point for what BMX is, mm. right? No reference point at all. And I and I used to get mad as a kid, like, yo, how can you understand? I'm doing fly shit right now. Like, <laughs> like, like, you know how hard it had to work to get to this point, right? But later, again, later on in life, hindsight's twenty twenty. I understood why because they were still fighting against the fact that like I dropped out of college and like I didn't do the lawyer doctor, doctor route. You know what I mean? So even signing to Nike was still like, well, what is this still gonna do for you? Because they still didn't know. They they didn't understand and have, and have that reference point, man. But I remember the first Nike campaign we did, they um they like they had just released Nike Tech Pack. 
Mm. Oh, no, no, Nike Tech Pack. No, no, <laughs> Nike Sportswear, I think it was. And they had did this big campaign around the Olympics. Had this huge campaign, bro. And I was one oh, of the faces man. of the campaign. And it was crazy, right? Because they shot me in Flushing Park in front of the Globe in Queens. Like, they had that, like, that foresight to, like, do that. And I didn't even understand why we were shooting. Like, I didn't mm-hmm. get it at that point. Mm-hmm. Looking back again, I understand it now. So, like, they shot the campaign. I didn't know when it was coming out what was happening really with the campaign. But one of my boys, he lived on Houston and West Broadway in those apartment buildings right there mm-hmm. on like the the north east corner of it. Right, right. right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, doing, I'm trying to do the math in my head. Yeah, like the north and northeast corner. And he had called me one morning. No, no, he oh, he had sent me a photo. And from his apartment, it looked fake. You know, I mean, his cell phones aren't what cell phones are today. So the camera quality is terrible. Exactly. He sent me the photo. I was like, yo, what is this? Right. And then he saw, I called him, like, yo, like, what is this? He was like, yo, this is a huge billboard outside my window of you. I was like, no way. So I ran in, into the city, seen it. I was like, wow, this is crazy. You didn't even know? I didn't even know. You know what I mean? Like, it's crazy. I didn't even know they were doing this type of campaign. Now, I shot, but not, again, I just signed to Nike. So I'm not really understanding. The whole like business what's behind, what's behind, behind it, it. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Um, I was more concerned with just getting free sneakers. Like, cool. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Like, I want to get free kicks. Deal. You know what I mean? I'm trying, to, I'm trying to get free kicks. Um, so I went down there. I seen it. I was like, wow. Okay. At that point in time, I understood at that moment where like where I'm at, right? Mm. So I was like, I gotta show my mom this because how you felt. I'm like, I'm, I'm gonna get him on this one. Like, I got you now. This is the moment now. And so my mom worked in the city. So my mom worked seven days a week, bro. So like home care, nurse, RN, like that type of vibe. So I already know. Every, my mom worked every day. That was my mom's. For my, the majority of my life. That's all I seen was her putting work in. Same. You know what I mean? So I was like, hit her. And she she worked nights. So I hit her. I was like, yo, mom, meet me downtown after after your shift. So she'd get off like seven, eight in the morning. Like, meet me downtown. She's like, I need, I need to show you something. Let me just show you something. So she came downtown and she got the train. She had like a probably color jacket she had on. But um, her hair was short, you know what I mean? And like I, I met her on the corner of Houston and West Broadway. And I walked her across the street and I showed her the billboard, bro. And it was like, okay, I see you. Because at that point, <laughs> I see you. Because at that point, it's like, well, you got to be doing something. Yeah. If a brand such as Nike, Nike is going to take your face and put it on this wall 40, 50 feet high, you know what I mean? It, it got to be a thing, bro. And that was the moment I feel like they started to understand. Like, my family started to get it. Mm. They still ain't get it 100%. Yeah, yeah. Get it that point. It was, <laughs> hey, yo. Like, it was still, you Come know what I mean? Bro. It, 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 took, it, it, it took a while, bro. It took a while, man. But that was, like, the moment that I was, like, never, ever forget, man. And the fact that I can share that with my mom was, like... Incredible to me, man. You That's know? fucking. What's your favorite skate park? Um, my favorite skate park in New York. Yep, has to be a, it's a skate park in Bay Ridge called Owl's Head. And I just learned a lot of tricks at that park, so that's why I have a certain connection to it. But that joint was far from me, right? So I'm growing up in Laurelton, Queens. We're talking about going to Bay Ridge, Brooklyn. Mm. <laughs> like, so that's the whole other side. It's a whole other side. Part of town. Mission, yeah. right? It's right, a mission, bro. You know what I mean? But that was definitely like my favorite skate park, man. Um, I, I even remember like my parents took me to Riverside Skate Park on 108. On 108 right, in Riverside. Right. They took me there one time. And, you skated like, in there? Yeah, like I rode in there like. Young man, not to be yeah, because that's be, when like, it was open. 14, when we 15 young. years old, yeah. man. I remember them like taking me there. 
And like, so like, went when down you, that ramp. Right, so like even when you said like Riverside earlier, yeah. it, 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 it like it like clicked for me. I was like, oh yeah, yeah I'm from Harlem, right? Yeah, yeah. So Riverside, <laughs> right I remember there. We used to there. ride our bikes down there and just look at it, like and just chill. Yeah, like just look at the people, you know, skateboarders. You know, everybody right. used to be everybody in there. Like, I wasn't doing that shit, man. It wasn't. It was not nobody. That's that part the funny too. part. That part Excuse too. Me. Yeah, it was that nobody looking like us in yeah, there, bro. Was, there wasn't a lot of like young black kids participating in action sports. You know what I mean? So that was even a struggle. In my career, throughout my career, you like talk about that, though, man. It's 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 a thing, right? So like you, like me as a, as a, as a young kid growing up, there's not many examples of black men in action. There were no examples, bro. Right? There, there was no. Examples. It was it wasn't one. There was like like there was like, this is like to their credit, there was like two or three guys. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. this dude, um, Ronnie Chalk. There was Sean okay. Butler, Dave Sean Smith. Butler. Right, there was like there was like there was a few, you know what I mean? Like when I was coming up, right. but it wasn't many, it wasn't a lot, you mm-hmm. know. Um, and again, like reference points, right? So homies in the hood, people in the hood, they don't like they're not looking at it like this is even an opportunity for us because we don't see anyone else doing it exactly. at all, you know. Um, and it was times I questioned it, like damn, like is this actually possible? We ain't know nobody like, with ramps. Ramp, forget about yeah, it. Ramp. <laughs> ramp. I used to take the like the board and like the old tire and. Make a ramp and, and blast it. off that jump. You know what I mean? Like, that was my childhood, man. You feel me? See, that's what I seen niggas doing in the hood. Like, I feel like <clears throat> niggas always rode bikes, mongols, right. fucking, you know Rhinos. what I mean? <clears throat> exactly. Yeah. And I feel like in my neighborhood in Harlem, when bike riding really became a thing was when DMX came out. Man, right? that was a moment. So, 97, 98, Rough Riders. Shout out to Superman. Uh, uh, shout out to Val. Shout out to Nod. You know what I mean? They was always on the bikes, popping wheelies, doing six o'clocks on the bikes. Right. And a lot of those niggas that rode bikes turned into dirt bike riders, mm-hmm. right? And I see this, it's always a correlation from niggas that's super nice on pedal bikes yeah, to be nice on a dirt bike, Facts. right? Did you ever think of, of riding dirt bikes? Was that ever mm-hmm. a love for you? Or you always were just like, this is my this is my thing. And yeah, I do this every once in a while because I can ride a bike. <laughs> But was that ever something that, that you ever wanted to get into? I mean, of course, like, riding dirt bikes and four-wheelers, like, even now, I see it now outside and I get excited, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but it was never really my thing, you know what I mean? To be completely honest, like, I got an appreciation for it. Like, I used to watch TV. I used to watch, like, Brian Deegan and Charles Pastrana and Jeremy McGrath and all these dudes, whether they were racing or they were doing tricks, you know what I mean? Like, I appreciated and watched dudes on dirt bikes. But... I never had the bread to actually get a dirt bike, mm-hmm. so I stayed on my bicycle. Um, and at and and believe it or not, bro, at, at a certain point, I actually put the bike down for for a while. Really? And I and I got into like Honda Civics and Acura Integras, and I was oh. super into that. And the reason being that my same my same older cousin, like hatchbacks, hatchbacks, yeah, 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 like yeah. Civics and stuff, bro. You know what I mean? yeah, like yeah. putting the exhaust on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So my cousin, my older cousin, he was super. He got super into cars. And again, me just following his lead and like wanting to hang out with him. And he started teaching me how to fix cars and whatnot. I was like, you know what? Fuck the bike. I'm about to just like get a Honda Civic. (laughs) (laughs) That was, that was like my like mission. But then I just couldn't, you know what happened too, bro? Like I wasn't old enough to get my learner's permit. 
Um, and I was like, you know what? I got, I got frustrated and New I got York. back on my bike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, yo, New York shit. Bro. That's a New York. Bro. Yo, bro. Crazy. That's hilarious. Crazy, man. But, but, but to your point as well with like that like Rough Rider movement, that was super influential for me as well, man. Talk because it. seeing it on TV was such a thing, right? Like seeing dudes from the hood, dudes from New York exactly. on bikes. Like even though, even though they were on like motorcycles and whatnot, but them just doing tricks, like that excited me so much, bro. And there were a few videos at that point in time that like I would watch that had BMX riding in it and had action sports in it. I was like, oh, that's super sick. Like, hmm. like NERD and Frollo and like they embraced it, you know? So seeing that was such like an inspirational thing for me, man. Like I needed to see that on TV, right? I needed to see us doing like incredible things with the music and action sports together. Like that was fire. That's hard. Because you know. the first, it's funny because <clears throat> the first time I seen it on TV was, I think it was DMX, How's It Going Down? Mm-hmm. That video. Because yeah. my man Rob was in the video. Mm-hmm. He fell. He was the nigga that oh. popped the Willie and fell with the blue <laughs> right. shirt. Yeah, yeah. My man Nod in the video. He throwing it up. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So that was like the first time that I seen people embracing mm-hmm. us in right. the culture. For doing that, and I always thought that was dope. Nah, so, to my un- to my understanding, right, <clears throat> I hear Shadow Jordan ones is your favorite sneakers. Well, were your favorite sneakers to ride in? I mean, those those had a nice run for me. You know, like if I if, if I was to say if there's any pair of Jordan ones that I completely cooked, it was that pair. <laughs> and I don't know why it's that pair, but it was that pair. You know what I mean? Like I wear black jeans a lot when I ride, so I think. It just went with the black jeans and the way I wanted to go, and I just killed them joints, bro. Like, <laughs> like smash! I still have them too, man. That's hard. That's good. And, and your inspiration for the NRGs came from yeah, from from like from that, right? From so, shadows, right? And it's crazy because I spoke to Frank. I think it was yesterday. I spoke to, like, to, to Frank Cook. So shout out to Frank Cook, man. And the like the day we linked up, he was like, "Yo, bring those shadows with you." <laughs> I was like, "You sure?" He's like, "Yeah, bring them with you." You know what I mean? I was like, all right, cool. Like, and I brought him, I brought him with me, man. He was like, I love it. And I was like, all right, cool. Like, I'm with it. And gangsta. he really guided me through like that through that process, man. Gangster, you know gangster. I mean? So was this 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 had to be before you did the uh the Air Force Ones. Right. right? So mm-hmm. you you had you had the 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 limited or the custom Jordan ones and the Air Force Ones drop in the same year. Right. It dropped a month after each other. And you well, how old was you then? Nineteen? Nah, this was three years ago, bro. Oh, this is... Right, this is recent. So this is... Re- no, 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 see, because I got my notes fucked up. <laughs> right, I'm just thinking... I'm thinking the sneakers that you love riding in, and I'm thinking about that, and the saying it's, it's all... Yeah, nah, this, this... I'm high, I'm a high Yeah, this, this is recent, bro. So even before I started riding in Jordan... When something happens to your kitchen, you might say... This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludacris. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Funds like that. I used to be in dunk highs like crazy. Mm. I was riding in dunk highs every day non-stop and that was my vibe mm. and then i was like let me try riding in jordan ones because they were a little slimmer of a silhouette mm-hmm. which is like what i wanted and then once once i got into those it was 
it was history after that, bro. Connection. Yeah, it was. Yeah. I loved it. Now, yeah. how the fuck does a BMX athlete score a Jordan sneaker? <laughs> bro. Now that's that's the part because it's like, mm. alright, cool. You know, I know a lot. I know a lot of cats. That's 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 nice in doing shit. Mm. But the exceptionally good ones get a different kind of attention, mm. right? And you're one of those guys. So is this you approaching them or them approaching you? I think he connects with the culture, man. Like again, like it was. Frank Frank Cook was the bridge to make that happen. So I, I mean, I'm gonna always give credit when that credit is due. You know what I mean? Like it was it was a dream and a and a and like an idea and a, and a vision of mine. And Frank, like together, we were able to make it happen. And Frank being at the brand at that point in time, like being one of like the head designers, like cooking up a lot of heat that are grills of people. You know what I mean? He like. He understood what was happening in the streets, and together we like were able to make that happen, bro. Mm. You know what I mean? Um, and it was it was a moment, bro. It, it, and I feel I feel like the story connected with people so much because prior to that shoe coming out, it was probably six, seven years of just watching me ride my bike in Jordan ones. <sighs> you know what I mean? Like every photo, every video, every time people see me on my bike. Like I was in a pair of Jordan ones, killing them. People couldn't believe it. it. Was like, yo, why would you even do that to these, they to these ones? But it just felt supernatural to me, man. So I feel like building that up for for that long. Once we dropped the shoe, it just made so much sense to people. Like, cool, I get it because I watched you do this for so long, you know. And then having the brand believe in it and, and and see it as well, and be like, okay, this story makes sense. Let's push it out to the world. Like the synergy, man. Like it was. I feel like it was destined to happen type shit, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like a vibe. Right, right. So like what, what Show said, you know, you're important to the culture. Mm. And I agree. Appreciate right. That, so, you know, we 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 covering the BMX lane. Right. We covering culture, heritage. Mm. Right. We ain't finished with and the BMX lane. No, we still ahead. we we it's the, the interview is far from over. <laughs> There's still still a lot of shit to cover, right? But I wanna I wanna still sway into fashion a little bit mm. since we on sneakers. Right. Format. Right. Format. Run us through that. Right. So so it was Nigel Sparks, which is one of the homies, the homie Cheech Don. Um, we had two other partners, Sean Sean Welch and Sean Ewan and myself. We all sat down and like came to came to an agreement that we sh- we should do uh boutique in queens um that that was like an extension of the things we love and things we appreciated streetwear sneakers bmx like it just made sense and we did it you know what i mean like we didn't wait for anyone to tell us yes or no got the bread together man had the idea built it out and just offered something that didn't exist at that point in time, right? Because huh. so many of these like boutiques or so many of these like shops, they were so skateboard oriented, mm-hmm. right? And then so many BMX shops and bike shops, they didn't cater to the fashion to getting fresh, to hip hop, I mean, like yeah, in, yeah. in that way. Yeah. And it's and it's good reason for it, right? So we like when you look at a lot of bike shops, man, like they only have but so much floor space, and they have to showcase that inventory as much as they possibly can, you know. And I feel like. 
the like the clothes and those things, like the soft goods, was the last thing on their minds. Like they're trying to sell these bicycles, bicycles. people coming in for that. So, so for me, I was always passionate about about merging it too, right? I want someone to be able to walk in, get fresh, and get a bike. Like you should be able to walk mm. in and ride out on a bike with a fresh pair of kicks, your fit, whatever the case <laughs> is, man. So we did format. Um, it was going well. Unfortunately, just the world of business. You know, we, we were all young. I was twenty years old, bro. Like, right, <laughs> I mean, right. um, yeah. you know, um, yeah, we we made some mistakes, bro. Um, it didn't it didn't work out the way we wanted it to work out. Um, but we all learned very very valuable lessons from it, man. And and it it brought us closer, you know, which which was amazing, bro. So, but it was a, it was it was a good time in, in my life, man. It was a great experience. Especially, especially wanting to be uh, entrepreneur and businessman is one thing you have to go through. Hmm. I mean, right, right. You just gotta do right. That. Speaking of entrepreneurs, because you're definitely one of those guys. Right. You're one of the few guys that, um, you know, branding itself, like you have a lot or not even just in the present period, have a lot of partnerships. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? From Heineken. Right. Oakley's. Mercedes. Mm -hmm. Right. Now, <laughs> right? Because it's, it's crazy. This, 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 this is this is a nigga. This is a nigga that's super nice on a bike. On a bike, right? That got partnerships with Oakleys, Heineken, Mercedes, Jordan, Nike. The list goes on, right? How important is branding to you? It's super important, bro. Like, and that's and that's one of the things that I pay attention to the most. Like all those little small details. I feel that's the difference between good and great. It's in those details, man. And when you, I feel like when you bring yourself the right way, when people and brands and like the world know what to expect from you, you know, like not like not saying that it's like people know like what you're going to do, but they can expect a certain level of excellence in everything that you do. Mm, you know, that. like mm. I feel, I feel like, like, like when you're able to do that and like continue like, to like raise that bar. And you're able to collaborate with like with brands like that, you know, like they know that they're gonna like they're getting into a partnership with someone that's gonna represent themselves the right way and represent them the right way, you know. And I feel all those years of of, of me being super detail oriented and 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 like thinking through the process, thinking through what I want to create, how I want to create it, how I want people to receive it when I like when I put it out, and how I want it to age, you know, mm. like what like what like when you think of that process. Like, like when you're going into anything, we think about it that way, bro. I feel like that's when um, you get like the best product, right? So the, like those like brands you just listed, I mean, it's, that's a a crazy list of brands, right? Crazy. <laughs> and like those and like those brands aren't really besides Oakley. Those brands aren't really associated with. Like, you don't think about BMX and those brands together, you know. But I feel like because I because I've operated on a on a certain level, I've been able to to naturally weave. The things that I that I would do regardless into my business, you know. So um, now nah, it's it's like when like like when I think about it, bro, it's, I'm extremely blessed and I'm extremely grateful, you know. And I feel like I just want to continue like to break down those doors and break down those barriers, work with different brands, work with different partners, do different things to show people that a BMX rider can do that. And then the ripple effect of that is other kids coming up, other BMX riders or kids that just 
that just do action sports or just do different things. Mm-hmm. Like it's an opportunity for them to go and do that as well. Right. Shout out to Mel. Yeah. I see Mel. Mel been with right. you for a while. That's little. That's baby homie, bro. <laughs> Mel's so that, the homie, that's bro. And he's super nice on on the joints too. Nah, Mel's the homie. You man. know, speaking of brands, there's one brand that I left out on purpose because it's something that we could get into. Specialize. Right. Right. Now. <laughs> thing I do with Specialized. It's so, so it's it's so many dope bike companies, right? And it's it's many. It's a few elite ones too. Specialized being yeah, one of them, right? What was your decision making with with choosing what bike company that you would partner with? Because right. I'm sure you could have went to any one of those guys. Right, there's a lot of bike brands out there. That I probably could have like a nice conversation with them to figure something out. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing about Specialized that I was most attracted to, bro, it was I seen that it was opportunity to do something new over there, to do something fresh, right? Like they haven't done, like they have roots and legs within the BMX world. They used to do BMX and they had TJ Lavin and some of like the biggest dudes who, who were in the game at that point in time. And then they stepped away from it, right? So I felt going going there and doing, doing a partnership with them, we can bring some fresh energy into the bike world in itself and then into BMX as well. Hmm. You know, like when you think about the bicycle industry as a whole, mountain bikes, road bikes, BMX bikes, like it's a massive, massive it's a industry. Massive industry. It's a global industry, bro. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Um, and Specialized sits at the top of that industry, right? So teaming up with the best of the best within the world of bicycling, I feel, that, I, I felt for me that would... Um, just create something fresh or something new and give you an opportunity to like, create those ripples and, 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 and bring some change to the game. Mm-hmm. Mm. You know, like I'm always thinking like, how can I change the game, man? Like for real, you know, like all, like all the individuals that I look up to, you know, like they all came into the game with, and I'm just, I'm talking about just in general, whether it's music, art, whatever, fashion, whatever the case is, they came into the game. with like, I'm going to offer something different. I'm going to create change. Hmm. And I feel out of change, that's the way you get progression. Right. Absolutely. You, know I mean? you just talked about people who you looked up to. Dave Merrill. Right. R.I.P. R.I.P. Right. R.I.P. Now, everybody knew that name. And mm-hmm. you know I, I woke up, watched his game Saturday morning. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Who, who was he to you? Man. And what did he do for you? He was he was a mentor. You know, he was an example. Um. He was legendary, bro. You know what I mean? Like, Dave Murray's a legend, bro. And even that's so crazy for me, too, when you when you bring that name up and, and, I, and I think about that moment in time. So I grew up watching Mirror ride on TV, same exact <laughs> way you did, right? Back. Same exact mm-hmm. way we all Back. did. And he was larger than life. That's Michael Jordan. Right. Like, that's Michael Jordan. Dave Murray yeah. to BMX is Michael Jordan is to basketball, man. Facts. And the things he did, the way he changed the game. You know what I mean? He, he didn't come out saying, cool, let me just be average. Like, no, I'm going to come out and, like... Kill him, because you know I mean? <laughs> because I because I believe in myself and I and I want to. He was swaggy, bro. He yeah, he has swag, yeah, bro. You know yeah. what I mean? And he was creative, bro, on and off the bike. You know what I mean? Um, seeing him on like MTV Cribs and and pulling up in an old gold seven forty five, like that was a vibe. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like you didn't see many other BMX athletes doing that. Action sports athletes, you didn't see many of them doing that because he was at the top of the game, bro. So growing up watching all that and then. And then, I mean, how, like, just... The day he called you. Right. It's, I'm trying to find the words, yeah, but, like... Yeah, I'm with you, bro. Just how, like, 
just that would be like Jay Z calling smoke and right. be like, yeah, it's just, yeah. It's one of those things, right? Yeah. Where you have like the dudes at the top of the game reaches back to you and be like, you know what, I'm gonna give you this opportunity, right? And at that point in time, like him and I probably met like once or twice, so we didn't we didn't have that like rapport yet. But he just seen what I was doing, right? He he understood my energy and he gave me that shot, and I made the most of it. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. Like I didn't, I didn't take that for granted at all. And then to have Dave Murray be the one to give, like, to to give me like my first opportunity to go pro. You know what I mean? Like my first professional contract came from Dave Murray. He's like, boom, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna turn you pro. Yo. You know what I mean? Like that was just wild. You know what I mean? Like that was wild. Like out of all the bike riders in the world, the world. right? You know, there's this certain dudes who are winning contests and. Mm-hmm. Doing all these things, dude who lived, dudes who lived in California or whatever, um, who just had a better BMX situation hmm. than I did at the time. He could have signed any one of these dudes, bro. But he took he took the chance on me, man, and and I'm forever grateful. You know, That's what I mean? hard. Like, just even having access to a dude like Dave Miller, like at that point in time, and being able to call him and ask him certain questions when things got rough or I didn't understand certain things in the game, man. It was. It was a true blessing, man, for real. That's hard. That That's crazy, hard. man. You hear that, kids? I'm going to let you get you because you you in the groove. I like that. You hear that, kids? Opportunity. It's not just what you do with the... It's not just the opportunity getting it. It's what you do with the opportunity. Right. It's what you do with it, man. You feel me? It's what, it's, and, Master and it's, execution. And what's crazy, bro, the same thing you spoke about earlier, man, where watching my mom and how she was so focused and dedicated and she grinded so hard, I was like, bet, once I get my shot... I'm gonna put that same energy into it, and that's what I did. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, yeah. like it was, it was, it was watching that and 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 understanding like what you do again with that opportunity. You know what I mean? Facts, facts. Yeah, sure. What's your what's your what's your worst injury on a bike? Because you ain't about to sit here and just tell me you ain't never bust yet. Nah, bro. I got it. <laughs> no, I got all over the place, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm a, Yo, I'm bro. an athlete, man. Like, yeah. what athlete you know who don't have that's a fact. injury? So we, that's you know what I mean? Fact. So crazy, right? So I so I I turned pro at eighteen, right? Um, signed my first deal with Mirror at eighteen, and then Nike came shortly after. So I signed that deal with Mirror like right after I turned at eighteen. So this is like September or something like that, right? Signed with Nike shortly after. Life is amazing, Lit. right? I got a fresh bike, fresh kicks, gear, big boxes coming to the crib. My mom, mom is like, up. "What are you doing? Like, yeah, yeah. why is?" And like at that point in time, like Nike would send me like. Four or five of those big boxes, right, full of clothes and sneakers, right? I'm getting 15, 20 pair of kicks at a time. Mm. Like, <laughs> you know, sweatshirts, look, hoodies, bro. like, it's. I'm giving everybody getting kicks. Like, I'm on, <laughs> you get a pair, you get a pair, I'm going to pair everybody up, right? And then my mom is sending some back to Grenada for yeah. people. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles? And a breakfast cutoff. Ba da ba ba ba. Need like mm-hmm. so it was it was a situation where that blessing was able to take care of so many people, right? Boom. Sh- shortly after that, I signed with uh I think it was LRG. You mm. no 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 that no, the fact, fact no like that came after. So I'm signed to Nike. Nike. I'm signed to to um to Miracle Bikes. I'm signed to Animal Bikes. Doing my thing on my 19th birthday, I'm at the, I'm at the Brooklyn Banks, regular day, just chilling, riding. Like it's my birthday, and I'm on, when I'm on my bicycle riding, and 
I had did a I had did a one eighty, hmm. and just not paying attention, just just super lax with it, and I missed the handlebars, and I put my wrist down mm. to like to like brace my fall, and I and I landed on it. I was like, damn, this shit feel crazy. I mean, I'm gonna just go to the crib because my wrist feels crazy. I got to the crib. I'm chilling in bed. I'm like, yo, something's not right. I could, you can just, you just know. Like, once yeah, you that, get hurt, you know, you know something's yeah, not yeah, right. Yeah, you know, because I fell plenty of times. And for a few hours, I'm in pain or swollen and put some ice in it. And a few hours later, you feel better. But something felt crazy. I was like, yo, dad, I need to go to the hospital because something's not right. And mind you, like, I got all, like, I'm thinking about my sponsors. I'm thinking about just me getting to the game yeah. now. The, the opportunity I worked so hard for is here. Let me just make sure I'm good. And I get to the hospital, bro. They did an x-ray and it was like, yeah, I broke my scaphoid bone. Ah. Right. So the scaphoid bone is a bone that sits right in here between, mm. between like, your, like your wrist and like your thumb. Mm. And it's not connected to anything. It kind of floats around, but it serves a purpose, right? But I broke that bone. It's a common industry, like a common injury within like action sports and whatnot. You know what I mean? In sports in general, I believe. So um, I broke that. I had to sit down for eight weeks. Shit. And I had a big ass cast on my arm, right? Like, like I told the doctor what I was doing and where I was at. He was like, you know what? I'm gonna put a like so you won't a be bigger able to cast. Do yeah. You can't do anything, yeah. and this will help you properly heal up. You know what I mean? So I had this big cast that I started here on like the like the right where like my knuckles are, mm -hmm. all the way up to underneath my underarm, bro. Mm, and like uncomfortable. That shit suck. And it's it's still like summertime, like end of August. You know what I mean? And like. Got this cast on. Shit, itching. I'm putting powder down yeah. there at the hanger. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Right, right. <laughs> I'm like, I this off of you, man. But I would say, like, in regards to answer your question, like the worst injury, like that was probably like one of like the worst injuries that I had. But it was also a blessing in disguise, man. Sitting down for that for that eight weeks, right after going through this life changing experience of, of of turning professional, I needed that time to sit down and recalibrate where I was going, what I was doing, and what just happened. Because hmm. I turned pro, and it was like, I better turn up. I got to go ride even harder now. I need to be out every day. Mm -hmm. I didn't take that time to sit down. But after that happened, I, it forced me to sit down. Mm. And I reevaluated a lot of things that I was doing and, like, how I wanted to elevate elevate, and be a professional BMX athlete. And a lot of the things I thought about at that point in time are things that I've done throughout my career, things I'm doing now, you know what I mean? Fire. Yeah, it was fire. It was crazy, man. Right. So I want to get back to the Gold Series. Right. right. So, you know, hearing, hearing that story, now I, I know why you're so daredevilish. Because <laughs> you don't care. You're not afraid. Okay, you're you're like not that. afraid. Right. So, like I said, I built a lot of anxiety watching it, and it was mm. very, very, very entertaining. Mm. Right. And you was a lot of places on your mm. bike. A lot of places. With a GoPro on. <laughs> and it's so, you know, it's crafty because the name of the series is Go. Right. Because you're wearing a GoPro <laughs> during the whole shit. Mm -hmm. What was your funnest city that you did? It oh, that's hell, man. That's an amazing question. Right, bro. that was hard. No one's asked me what was like, like the city had like the most fun in, right? <laughs> no, no one's asked me that. People are like, what was the best city? I look like, like Dubai. No I mean, Dubai was stressful, man. What? There's so many rules there. Oh, I so I understand now. Yeah. I, mean, I, like, I get it. There was so many rules, Smoke man. Smoke desert won't last in Dubai. <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> what you doing last. right now? Yeah, it won't, won't last. Cut. Yeah, it's not going to last. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, but I would say, 
I mean, Tokyo was a blast, man. And I have a special connection to, to like Tyler. to that place, man. Me too. Tokyo was in, insane, man. We had we had a really really good time there, and I feel because it was I feel like what like what contributed to it was it it was like discovery, right? So the way that we even shoot a go film, like we really get entrenched to the culture, man, and we're talking to people and we're finding out why things work the way they work in the city. And like, what are the places to go? You know what I mean? Like, what should we be doing? What should we highlight? What best represents the city? So you're learning so much about that city and the people of that city. And of course, New York was amazing, right? But New York was the pilot, right? We yeah, didn't know like what you, we were I mean, doing. you know New York. <laughs> yeah, like I know the back New York. Your hand, so you know it's what like, whatever, I'm riding. So yeah, it was cool. I did everything, y'all. Yeah, like everything we did in the in the New York video, things I do every single day. You right. know what I mean? So it was just about documenting it in that way. But Tokyo, man, like we, like I just fell in love with, like with, like with that city in a way that I've never fallen in love with, like, with the city before. Same, you know what I mean? Like it was a vibe, man, and and, and like, everything you see in like in like a go video, man, are, are things that again, like I, I've either experienced or things that I've dreamt of or imagined or things just naturally gravitated towards me or gravitated towards them. So it's very authentic to like my life. It's like things that I would actually do all the time, you know what I mean? Which I feel like that 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 like lends itself um to the success of like of the series because people get a chance to really get to know me and like how I ride my bicycle, you know? And and, and also it also flips the concept of what people think about BMX. Cuz some people have like these notions where it's like, "Oh yeah, like you want to ride around and be crazy and like, like you want to hurt yourself mm. or like, mm. or like you want to be on some like dirty backyard shit. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, I'm like, nah, I'm in the, I mean like the Pompadour looking at E. Klein's, you know what I mean? Like, like, so, so. You know what I mean? like we, you know what I mean? Like we actually out here doing things, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, um, but yeah, the, the ghost series is something that's. Yeah. I was watching some and, um, you were saying something about when you went to Mexico, <laughs> The kids was misspelling it, missaying your right. name. <laughs> right, it's crazy. Was that real? That's definitely real. They yeah. was calling. They was calling you nigga. They was calling me nigga. Yeah. And oh, wow. It was wild, right? And and I knew it wasn't. And at that point in time, like I didn't know how to take it. Right? right. I didn't know if it was because they just didn't know how to pronounce my name. I didn't know if because they hear that word in music and like think, oh yeah, I could just call you that, and your name is close to it. Right. I didn't. I didn't know, right? So I didn't blame them for it. I didn't. Yeah, it was, it yeah. was just wild for me to experience it. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, cause think about it, right? Like, I'm I'm in Queens with the homies chilling, and then one week I'm in Australia. Next week I come back. I'm back on the block chilling, and I'm in LA. Then I'm back on the block, and then I'm Miami. I'm bouncing around. You know right. what I mean? So like, the experience is. I say that to say like, the experience is just is just something that no one could prepare me for. Mm. You know? Like, it, yeah. it was wild. Like, yeah. no one could sit me. I'm like, listen, this was going to happen. But was, was it malice in their heart? It wasn't even no, malice. No, it wasn't. They were just saying because, it like... No, like, like these kids are saying it and, and they're asking me for autographs and taking photos with me. So it wasn't like... It's right. not more malice. It wasn't like that. It was they, more just like they just didn't know. Like, the know word is mean? cool. They use right. it in an improper text. Right. Like, concept, right. right. But but just experiencing it was wild. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it, it was... And then being around certain people and they saying that, it's like, it kind of get a little weird. Yeah, it, it was... Yeah, it, was it gets a little weird. It was interesting, bro. Yeah. It was interesting, man. See, for sure. now, all of that shit looked fun to me. 
I loved it all, and I didn't uh, even finish diving through all of them. Like right. I really, I'm gonna do that on my own yeah, time. It's, it's when some you're details not here, in there, man, because it's a lot of good shit. Right, but you know, immediately what captured me on a New York joint, you had a lot of familiar faces, right? right? So to me, it was like I said at the beginning, like a music video when you see another famous rapper mm. or a famous actor and it's like oh shit you know you're riding bikes in Harlem with Ferg right. you're fucking riding through the city you go to the football field mm. Victor's throwing you the football right. you catch the football you're like yo I throw the football back you ride it you go, you go through <laughs> you, you, you in the diamond district right. you go through you see Greg right. he put the chain on you right I love that right mm. and then you know even the experience with Dubai I'm sure was hell but it looks so much fun. It made mm -hmm. me say, wow, I would ride an ATV. Right. <laughs> because, I mean, I would be afraid of the camels and shit, but, <laughs> but, but that shit looks so much fun. Yeah, it's definitely fun, man. It looks so much fun. Now, how do you, how do you go about curating your content? Because mm. it's so meticulous and it's so unique, mm. right? That, I can't ride a BMX bike, not even a fraction <laughs> compared to you. Mm. And it, it makes me want to. Right. Appreciate so that. how do you how do you curate your content? Man, like I obsess over it, bro. Probably the same way you obsess over, over music, man. Hmm. You know, like and I draw inspiration from so many different things. Just being in here, like all the imagery, the toys you got in here, I'm just like inspired, man. I'm, I'm sure like when I leave here, I'm be just digesting the day, I'm gonna think about something I've seen in here, and that may trigger something else in me. Mm -hmm, you know what mm -hmm, I mean? Mm -hmm. um, and again, like I was saying before, like a lot of what happens in the Go video is just things that I naturally do in my life, right? So even mm -hmm. even Ferg, so Ferg and I met. Um, I was shooting a Gatorade video. This is I was sponsored by Gatorade. I was shooting Gatorade. <laughs> I know it's all sounds was crazy, but this is really my life, though. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's ill, bro. So, talk, so talk. I, I was I was sponsored by Gatorade for for like six years, and we had and we had did these these videos called Go All Day, actually, which which inspired the Go videos. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, we had we had shot this scene in Bob's bar. Mm. You know what I mean? And the reason why I even did that is because that's what we would normally do. I'll go out and ride, go chill. And go to Bob's bar, Bob, right, you know right. what I mean? Or we end up at a Santos or a Sway or whatever the case is, right? That so, era. you know what I mean? Which is an amazing yeah, era. Sway days was so That's crazy. So, mm -hmm. um, so, so I was like, bet, let me just take what I normally do on an everyday basis and put it into this video to show people what my life is like. It's, like, it's not just me riding my bike all day. It's that part, but it's also I'm going to go over here and hang with the homies. I'm going to go hang out over here. Fast forward, I was shooting this video, this Gatorade video. This is the last scene, and Jay West pulled up with Ferg. Wow. And things before Ferg was even rapping, bro. You know what I mean? Pulled mm -hmm. up, and they were in the video. It's the first time Ferg and I met. Wow. And, and we just we just clicked, you know what I mean? Like, we was into the same things, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like, And I'm doing my thing, and, and he started to do his thing, and we both started to bubble up, right? And when I was doing like the Go video, I was like, I gotta get Ferg in here because I love the music. We're homies. Like this is what I what I naturally do any which ways. Like we'll we'll go kick it, go chill. Ferg into, into BMX and he bikes. fuck with the bikes, right? Ferg yeah. actually willy yeah, and like Willie. do his thing. Yeah, 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 you know what I mean? Bikes for sure. So I was like, if I'm gonna do this this video, let me put Ferg in the, in the video. I kind of have to. Like it's only right. You know what I mean? And I want to showcase. 
my like my community, the culture, things I'm into, I want to like share that with with the world. So that's how Ferg ended up in the video. You know what I mean? Same thing with Vic. You know what I mean? Like I'm like, yo, I love football. I grew up playing football. If I do this football scene, this video, yo, Vic, you got to be in it. <laughs> you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And he showed up. And that's and that's a lot of times how it happened with the video, bro. Like people, people just love the, like the film series, man, and they they show up. You know what I mean? Which is amazing. Which I love. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And it's it's all love, you know what I mean? Right, right. And shout out to Queens. Right. One one time for all my Queens niggas, right? Shout out to Q. Now, I say that to segue into my next thing, because it's it's a few Queens, a few influential Queens people. Man. That, you know, like we say Harlem stick together. I feel like it's the same thing with Queens. Right. And I'm going to start with this one person, Greg Yuna. It's my brother. When and how did you meet Greg? (laughs) So at the time, Greg and I had the same manager. Oh wow! And that's how we met. We were both being managed by Hawaii Mike. Hold on. Yeah, man. Hawaii man, what? Mm-hmm. That's my nigga. I mm-hmm. never knew that. Mm-hmm. Wow. Hawaii and Clark had a management company. Clark Kent. Shout out to DJ Clark Kent, man. That's wow, my bro, bro. that's my brother too. They, shout out, shout out that, to that's that's bro. that's my twin. That's right. that's my twin big brother. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the bro, man. That's crazy. Yeah, I did man. not know that. Okay. So we were both being managed by by Hawaii Mike. That's, that's how we met. You know what I mean? That's how we met. And just like as time went on and on, we would see each other all the time in the city and whatnot at parties, at different functions and events. And we just clicked, bro. And then he told me, oh, like, pull up to six out. I'm, do- I'm doing this photo shoot. I was like, you sure, bro? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like pull up. Like, all right, I'm going to pull up, bro. I'm going to pull it up. And I just like this energy. I was like, this dude just as crazy as me. Like, mm, that's, that's crazy. <laughs> I was that's like, crazy. we're going to just chill, man. And then we just, we just began to like create together, create a lot, of, like a lot of content together, which is a, which is a, like, which is a, a happy place for me is creating. I love to create. You know what I mean? I'm sure you guys can like, yep, that's a fact. Understand mm-hmm. that, and the fact that Greg loves to create. So just of just our love for creating and then creating together, we just grew closer and closer, bro. Hmm. And now that's my bro, man. We talk every day. Nah, he loves you. He speaks very highly nah, of you. Like, anytime guy, he's like, yeah, man, Nigel's my brother. <laughs> Fuck, he told me we broke together. I'm talking about some sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> we got this. This is what we got. This is what we got today. This is what we doing. So you know Greg's yeah, crazy, bro. I love crazy, Greg. Crazy, man. Right I now, love him, bro. going down the Queens line, it's another in- influential Queens person that mm-hmm. that... I'm honored to to have a, a a friendship with. I spoke to him. Um, I'm gonna say a couple of days ago on Facetime. Ronnie mm. Ronnie Fogg. I'm yeah. actually wearing some. I'm always I see wearing you in that it's, it's, BMW it's, situation. It's, right, you know what I mean. And I did it because you know it's like ah, let's. I see you. Let me just you know what I mean. But mm. how how did it was meeting Ronnie a Queens thing in the game or was that something you did you already? Ronnie know? and I met um, a little after, but we met like just in the city just being in the same place at the same exact time mm-hmm. so we both went to Cardozo holy well, shit yeah man. so when I came in he graduated so I missed him <laughs> but like that's crazy I just missed him in school bro and then once I started to come out to the city which was a few years later and just being on the scene man, you know like I feel like that age and like that era of like downtown New York was insane. That's bro. what cemented all of us. Right. You know, going back to those Santos days, those sway days, like Facts. that, like that pocket right there was insane. It's like, what it's like, oh, like, oh, nine, mm-hmm, oh, oh, eight, somewhere mm-hmm, around mm-hmm, the oh, five mm-hmm, to like, mm-hmm. like that. It's 14, like a, right. Like, nice, nice, little, like, nice little span nice in between there. Like, little seven, eight, eight years in between Absolutely. there, man, that like, you would just go out and you would just see everybody. Mm-hmm, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And 
we naturally just see each other a bunch and just be friendly to one another. And I remember when he started Kiff, like in in the back of Atrium, Atrium. it was right. just the, the just the back. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I remember him doing that, the wedding and, and whatever, and we just clicked like that, bro. And we just had like a mutual respect for one another. The fact that we both were from Queens, both went to Cardozo. Again, into that, the same thing, we see each other downtown, you know what I mean? And that's how, like, that, like, phone man, and to see what he's built with that brand is insane, bro. <laughs> like, he's somebody else that got multiple brand partnerships. And <laughs> right. Just the shit he was just telling me, I was just blown away. Like, what it's, the fuck? It's wild, bro. You know, Craziness. Like, his, like, again, like, his intention, his attention to detail, you know, like, that's the difference again. Between like just being good and being great, you know what I mean. And what he's built, man, it's it's affected the world. Absolutely, you know. Absolutely. And, and to see some of like like the give back things he's doing now, the things he just did with the like, with the Mandela Foundation and whatnot, man, like that's beautiful. You hmm. know, it's very beautiful, man. Um, and we speak all the time, bro. So that's a big bro. Um, it's a it's a constant source of motivation and inspiration for me. You know, seeing like like what like like what he's built, you know, and we've collaborated multiple times on on like on like different things and you know, it's it's just dope to have this amazing conglomerate of friends. first and foremost, who are just like everyone's doing their thing and everyone's like fueling off of one another. You right. know, it's it's a it's a very beautiful thing, man. Right. You mentioned, you know, some of the things Ronnie does for the neighborhood and i want to key in on one thing that i thought that was super cool that you did mm. bike rides for black lives yeah mm. yeah man i thought that was super yeah man. fucking dope i know they mm. be hating on you and then to, to be to be a hundred percent bro like i got onto bike ride for black lives after it was formed so like the homies nige carver and, and, and tory they like they formed it in l.a during like last year when everything after like the George Floyd assassination, mm-hmm. you know, that was terrible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Terrible. But um, they formed it sh- shortly after that and using the bicycle as, as a, as a, a vehicle for therapy, for exercise, for communication. And then like, like they formed that ride and I, and I was watching them do it on the ground. I was like, yo, listen, I got to get involved with this man. And hmm. they were like, they were bringing it to New York. And I was like, listen, you got to bring it to New York, man. I got to get down with this man. And then we brought it here. We did it. We had an incredible turnout. You know, everyone yeah. had, everyone had an amazing time. We rode about like 20 miles, you know, <laughs> and it was for like a really good cause. Like we like raised some money and, and, and like be able to contribute to that, that much needed change that, mm-hmm. that's, Constantly happening right now. Um, that was a very, very beautiful thing, man. Shout out to Erica Ford. She came out, supported. You know, she's a Queens legend herself. You know what I mean? Always came back to the community. Always present in, like, in like young kids' lives, which is needed. You know Absolutely. what I mean? So that, like, that was an, an, an amazing opportunity to, to be part of, of that movement. And that also gave me extra motivation to start my own foundation. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You know what I mean? Which we recently launched um, hmm. a few months back, you know, and, 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 it, and, it's, and it's focused on those same things, right? Using the bicycle as, as a vehicle for change. What's the name of the foundation? It's Nigel Sylvester Foundation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Nice right. and easy. For you. Right, which is crazy. Like mm-hmm. we like we announced it on Good Morning America and that was like a moment like <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was It was vibe, bro. It, 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 it was crazy, man. And I feel like to to go back to one of your earlier questions, man, like that was a moment where my family understood what right. time it was. Like, oh okay. Good morning, I'm on Good Morning America this morning. Like, I'm doing bunny hops and bar spins on on TV, man. It was was a moment, bro. But all all in all, it's for for a good cause. You know, like, again, we raised some money. We we gave it back to kids. We gave gave away, I think it was 15 bikes Mm. in in collaboration with with Specialized. And one of the things that hit me the most that day, right? So, like, the kids who showed up that morning... Who was who were who were on the broadcast with me? They didn't know that we were giving them bikes. Like we surprised them that morning. So we announced the foundation and we gave away these fifteen bikes. And and the kid that was standing next to me was like, it's kid actually kids like from the Bronx. The kid that was standing next to me was like, yo, my bike got stolen a couple of weeks ago. Damn. So the fact that I'm getting a, a, a bike right now means everything to me. Yeah. And it was just like those are the moments, you know what I mean? Where it's like, like I'm really hoping out here. Right. You yeah. know what I mean? Like that, like that, like that kid not having a bike to ride during the summertime. Like New York City summers and bicycles are go hand in hand. Hmm. You know? So being able to like just be um again like uh, uh a, a foundation who able to able to give back to these kids and, and, and to be a positive force within the community. And it's it's super important to me and and to know how the bicycle has changed my life. You know, like to be able to hopefully give Pass that any down, of man. that. Right. You know what I mean? Like any slice of it to a kid, man, um it means a lot to me. Man. That's tight. Yeah, man. Bike culture crazy, man. Like, nice. they got chase bikes. Like, <laughs> think about all of that, bro. Like, you know, speaking of the bike culture, because this is a good question for you. Mm. Now, we, we New Yorkers that grew up in New York in the 90s, mm. early 2000s being outside. Mm. We ain't have bike lanes in the 90s. <laughs> right. Right. How you feel about bike lanes? I hey, mean, no, listen, like, safety first, bro. Especially in in New York City, right? I think I was talking about this yesterday, or the day before. I think I think it was yesterday. Um, when you're riding in the city, bro, there's so many elements that you have to worry about. Just on some regular commuting vibe, right? You coming down, whatever Broadway, Sixth Avenue, whatever the case is, in the bike lane, and just think about everything you have around you. You got cars flying pass on this side lady with a stroller not right. looking you got you got <laughs> like you got parked cars on this side and people opening doors without mm-hmm. even looking behind them right you got all these different elements potholes we know new york city streets the potholes are crazy mm-hmm. right you got the lady with the stroller yeah. you got the food vendor who's coming across yeah, so like you got the messenger you got so many things bus. right the, the taxi <laughs> like Construction, you got everything. Yo, real talk, bro. <laughs> you, know, you got everything fly- coming in your way. So having that bike lane, like having that safety, like having that space on the road that you can feel a little bit more safe when you're riding, knowing that people see the bike lane, they may consider it a bit more, consider a cyclist. I think it's important to have. Me myself, now on the other hand, I like being all over the place. You know what I mean? Right. So I'm in every lane. <laughs> I'm racing the cars. You know You're going mean? the wrong way right. of traffic. I'm doing all of yeah. it. You know what I mean? But that's just me. And, 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 and my pro, pro, though. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah that's, what, that's what we do. Like, 
we like we love that adrenaline, like that feeling that it gives us. You know what I mean? Like being being on the edge, man. Like yeah, because that y'all you know is different. Yeah, right, but yeah. that's a, that's a thing, man. Yeah, but buddy. God bless the, you. The fact that New York is thinking about cyclists, man, I think it's it's a positive thing, bro. Tight, tight, you know tight. How long do you think being a biker can last? Man, it, I feel it can last as long as you want it to, to tell you the truth. I mean, like, you look at some of, like, the successful OGs in the world of action sports, like Tony Hawk is still skating. Yeah, that's how I was about to, that's still, I was about to say still that. still getting to it. That's a 50-something years old world. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's probably still the biggest skateboarder in the world. He did his last mm. 720 a couple months ago. <laughs> right, he's, yeah. he, he's doing videos with Lil Nas X. Like, he, he's still hustling. He's still, he's still getting hustling. to it. That's a fact. You know what I mean? His games is going to be forever, so... For me, man, like, I don't like to put a date on, like, when I'm going to stop riding. You know what I mean? I want to ride, like, legit till the wheels fall off. Heard you. you know what I mean? Now, there's going to be other things that I'm going to do within within my career, within my life. I have other interests, but being around bicycles, I think I'm going to do that for the rest of my life. You know, mm. whether it's a road bike, whether it's a commuter bike, whatever it may be, you know what I mean? I'm going to always be on those two wheels. Mm. You know I'm going to manifest something real fast. X- <coughs> Xbox Series, new yeah. Xbox PlayStation 5, right? right? Nigel Sylvester across mm. the world. Right. Right? The That's video needed. game where you could ride like Nigel Sylvester <laughs> all around the fucking world. Right. If Tony Hawk got a video game, why not? Nigel Sylvester needs a video game. I'm tweeting that. I'm tweeting that. I'm Instagramming that. That's hard. Right? Because my brother needs a game. Talk to him. Because man. it's you so it. important to the. Man, give us the new Excite Bike. Give us Stop. something, Nigel Let's Sylvester listen. Excite Bike. Nigga give got me. on leather, I'm, yo, bro. I'm, <laughs> yo, dog. I'm yo, looking yo. like I like yo, bro. Where? Nah, my nigga. That's too. Yo, bro. Nah, that's, that's, that's the fly. That's, that's the jiggy New York I, West Indian shit. Right, that's nigga. Because only yeah, us, yeah, only yeah, us yo, can yo, pull yo, some yo, shit like that on. That's, that's, that's exactly what that is. Only us shit like that on. Listen, that's that thing. That's that thing. My nigga, you killed that. Like I gotta give him credit, yeah, but the niggas always freaked though. You know what I mean, like, right? But but bust it. You know what I mean, like like for me, I'm or a lot of us homegrown <clears throat> New York talent. We fucking we put our friends on, mm. right? The niggas we give the opportunities that execute the opportunities, mm-hmm. as you said, like how Dave gave you the opportunity. Right. You know, mm-hmm. you also give opportunities to your friends to shoot your content, mm. which I think is very admirable. Mm-hmm. Considering who you are, right? Now, doing that, obviously, you have to have faith in your friends, and you see something in them from their Jahari's window, from the blind side that they don't see, mm-hmm. right? How do you go about? Because you have a lot of friends, right? How do you go people. about? <laughs> right? How do you go about picking your friends to do that type of shit for you? Mm. Um, it's about being observant, bro, and and seeing like, seeing people for. I feel who they are and for who they can be, you know, the same way that a dude like Dave seen something in me that at that point in time, I may have not seen in me, you know, I feel like that's a big part of it. Also, man, like it's just important to me to have people around me that I love and who love me. Cause you know, like you've been in the industry, you know what I mean, for a minute. I'm sure you've seen a lot yeah. of fake love. Oh man, a lot of love, <laughs> a lot of that light love. Oh, a lot of light love, yeah, a lot of light love, yeah, a lot of light you know, love, a lot of light love. Real quick, yeah, we did it. You know, a lot of that. Oh, what's good? What's good? What's good, homie? Then, right. you know what I mean? Like right. we all, we all been through it, bro. So being around like my loved ones and being able to put my homies on. 
it's everything for me, right? You know, like I look up to to Hove, man, and like seeing how like he's surrounded by his homies and put everybody in position, and everyone's doing their thing, right? Like no one is taking that spot for granted. You know what I'm saying? For at least from the outside looking in, bro. And I I think that's so dope. Hmm. I think that's so fire to me, bro. Hmm. You know what I mean? To legit make it to the top with like your loved ones. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, it don't get it. no better than that. That's it, man. Mm-hmm. Cause it's like this, like this game comes with a lot of everything. A lot of good, a lot of bad, a lot of in between, man. And for me, man, I only want to be surrounded by like by like real love. If it ain't that, I'm good. And then be able to 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 to, to create magic out of that real love is even is even crazier, right? So even with my boy Ralphie, who's here with me now, we've been rocking forever. You know, what I mean? we've been we've been down for over fifteen years now. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, probably almost a twenty piece, and mm-hmm. and like we've come up together, and like watching like watching him learn how to shoot photos, video, learn how like learn how to produce, create content. You know, what I mean, like in like in like in his way, which I appreciate it so much. <laughs> Cause we both think differently, but we understand one another, and we're able to make incredible content. So a lot of things people see me post, it's a collaborative effort. It's not just me. You know right. what I mean? It's impossible to do it by yourself. It doesn't exist. That's how you feel about me, Smoke. <laughs> uh, I'm just saying, man. Just don't don't come on, man. This is my friend, right? For about a dime, I've this guy for a long time, uh-huh. right? And a lot of my friends, you know. Niggas would try to rap first. And, mm. you know, a lot of my peoples, I've helped mm-hmm. as much as I can help. Right. And some I'm still helping. And and this guy, you know, he was a part of the rap crop, but very outsiderish rap crop. Mm. But I liked him more as a person. Right. Like we vibe more on some. He's a funny nigga. We could have a conversation. We could laugh. Mm-hmm. And I could shit on him and he could take it. Right. Vice versa. Mm-hmm. Right. So when it came to doing a podcast, it was a million people I could have chose to get in his seat. Mm-hmm. But the chemistry me and him got, it made a little more sense to put him in that seat because right. he's ready for it. Right. In that way. Right. So I could definitely... And uh, you relax, cause I. I'm, I'm relaxed. Relax. I was trying to stay. I was trying not to breathe. You relax. You relax. I said, "Oh but, shit!" But, but I, but I, I, I understand the mm. process in in doing that. Mm. But like, uh, you know, you said something that that really resonated with me, and I'm gonna run with it. Mm. You know, the opportunity is just one thing. Right. The execution is what makes the opportunity worth it. For real. So you can give all opportunities in the world. And niggas mm. could take it for granted. That part too. Right? But if you don't execute it, it's nobody's fault but yours. But yourself. And it happens a lot, bro. Right. So he's executing it. That's yeah, why he's sure. still here. Because after the first episode, his ass would have been his ass would have been back on Broadway. But he's still here. He's still here. It works out. It works out. Right? So So, you know, before I let you go, we got this segment. That we do. We got a few segments, but the other one is just so ratchet. We're not even getting into that. We got one segment that we do called Shoot the Five. Right. And show gives you five names. He might have a little more because you're a special person. Man. Um, five names, and you give me the first thing that comes to mind when you hear these names. Right. I narrowed it down to five. Shoot, <clears throat> shoot the five. Shoot the five. Michael Jordan. Air. Mm. Dave Mira. <laughs> Air. Mm. 
Nas. Queen's guy. Uh, if I rule the world. <laughs> Hate um, me now, too. That video was crazy. The <laughs> mom and dad. Ooh, love. Mm. love. That's it. We're going to end it off with Nigel Sylvester. <laughs> people, always people always stumble man. right um that's a good one that's a good one i would say love as well i do I'm every i do everything i do everything out of love man fuck with that all right let me run into these real fast real fast hot or cold cold night or day daytime death row or bad boy bad boy supreme or bait supreme pegs or no pegs definitely pegs breaks or no breaks definitely no breaks winter summer summer man I'm a I'm a summer baby, bro. The 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 this is the remix. Your remix was I right this time. Last time was no, a little better. Yeah, it, it, it was a deeper it was a deeper meaning. Way. It was a deeper meaning, and he answered them. You see how he said cold, but he likes summer more. We ain't gonna get into you, that. Smoke dizzle? That shit didn't even make sense. <laughs> what are you talking about? about? Nigga tried to just make something make listen, sense, listen, mad listen. articulate. You heard what he said? Cold. He said he's cold, cold, right? Man, he said cold. But he's born in the summer. Shut the <laughs> fuck up, bro. Shut the fuck up. I didn't say that. No. That was no trash. No trash. dirt. But you know what? I did get out of this. The name of the episode. No breaks. Right. No so, breaks. what the fuck? But you didn't say it. Our perfections are our imperfections. Now nah, he smoked this. Our imperfections are our perfections. So, let's go. This is how we doing. No Fucking breaks. Nah, he, he, no butchers, breaks. Right, no he butchers breaks. my shit. No breaks. No breaks. Motherfucker, and definitely head, pegs. You heard? You gotta have pegs, bro. <laughs> Listen, because you gotta grind, right? And then back in the day, you just put your homie on the pegs, let you jump on the pegs. Yeah, yeah, Fact. that's what you ride. That, yep. You know what I'm saying? Yo, it's so crazy. I'm watching, look at this Biggie photo, bro, and I know the dude who shot it. I got him that. Really? Yeah. You got me that for my birthday. That's fire. Yeah. I actually shot in the same crown, bro. Wow. Ain't that crown worth some type of crazy bread right now? We yeah, can Google that. Yeah, it's crazy. I'm yeah. sure it yeah, is, I but I actually wore it. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. You put it on your, that's yeah, crazy. it's wild. The photo is insane. We never put it out. Um, but the photo is insane, bro. That's nuts. So, so what's next for Nigel Sylvester? FET, Man. that photo. <laughs> <laughs> NFT. NFT, excuse me. NFT. Excuse me. Fuck seven. This is a Broadway thing. Right? <laughs> yeah, it's a show Broadway thing. Yeah, Everything, yeah. bro. You know what I mean? Like, I just want to continue to live out my imagination, bro. Like, if I could think it, cool. How do I get it done? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, we made it this far, man. Like, yesterday was one of those days that felt 
so surreal. surreal. Mm-hmm. You know, it still feels kind of like, really? We you know what I mean? You, Nigga, but, I'm um, so proud of you, bro. Nah, thank you, man. That shit is thank some you, next bro. shit, man. That's, that's, that's wild, man. Next it's, shit. It's wild, bro. So I'm like, I feel like if I made it this far, man, then I can continue just breaking down them doors, man. Smash through those glass ceilings. Fucking like, right. Legit sky's the limit. You know what I mean? Fucking right. Smoke, when he get that video game, he got to come back and give us that. Right. Oh, nah. nah, nah nigga, I'm, not, not only that, I'm going to the release. I'm All buying that. the game. I'm going crazy. All you know that, what I mean? All but, of it, bro. But soon my, come. Soon come. Soon come, my brother. Nah, Thank you so much for coming that. to come nah, fuck with me. LB. A man, a man of your word. I ran into you at the juice bar. Right, you got me fucked that. up. <laughs> yo, he you came, got me yo, fucked yo, up. Fell asleep and then woke Nigga, up. And I, I came home and sat here to do this. Right. Right. I, I leaned back. Niggas heard. A <laughs> I'm like, All right, hold on. I, I I got up. I looked around. I was aggravated. I'm like, I'm gonna go lay down for a second. Just give me like 10 minutes. Let me get my shit together. Mm-hmm. I go back there. I'm Z'd out. Next thing I know, two hours later, you know, yeah. you get that little watery feeling. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, wait, what's going on? <laughs> Nigga, I'm at the motherfucking sink throwing up. Right. My son is patting me on my back. Like, yeah, daddy, get it all out. Get it all out. Show you mad love and support, bro. Listen. Show me wild love. I was like, damn, baby, Sean. I'm usually doing that for him. Like, frustrated. Like, ah. This Listen. nigga tapped me on my back. Like, it's all right, daddy. It's all right. I'm Listen. fucked up from leaving the juice bar that, fucking with Nigel. That, that juice is nothing to play with, man. Nothing it's to a fucking vibe. play with. Shout out to Jocelyn, man. Nah, boop, boop, boop. Shout One out to time Jocelyn, for Jocelyn. Man. But it, it, was, it was super dope. Like, we had met that day, too. Man, I just came from a, from a photo shoot and then. The squad went to the juice bar, bro. And until like, oh yes, yeah, it's, it's yeah love, it was man. it was it was perfect. It and was it, perfect. It was crazy. I told you, listen, I got a big announcement. I wanted to be the first person to talk to one of you. You know what I mean? Not little did I know. Remember I told you, right? Yeah, and I'm uh, and I'm glad because we were supposed to do it yesterday. And right. You're like, nah, bro. Trust me, Friday. Yeah, like trust me, I got, some, I got it's a better day. Trust. Yeah, man, yesterday was crazy for me. Man. Oh like, my god. Right. Yeah. And the personal party gets the first interview. Yeah, one, more yeah. Time. Yeah. one more time, man. Yeah. We got the motherfucking first right. BMX Love. athlete signed to the Jordan brand. Wow. You niggas play ball your whole life. <laughs> you never had a sneaker deal. <laughs> you shit me. Never. You I don't give a fuck how good you could dunk, nigga. You never had this, nigga. I don't care what school you went to, nigga. And retro. Fuck you talking about. And retro. And the retro. And retro. And the retro. And and the retro. Look, Damn, man. my nigga, he got the retro. <laughs> crazy, yo, my brother. Hey, yo. We just want to keep killing him. Yo, yo, much love and respect, bro. Nah, I thank, thank you, you, man. Thank you likewise. for passing through and coming to fuck with us, nah, man. Likewise, man. What's that stupid? Sh- oh, wait. Before I let you go, I almost forgot. Mm. You dropped so many gems on this episode, Man. and you're so much of a walking gem <laughs> and a testament to Appreciate somebody you. that chases and execute their dreams, mm. right? Now, I have a lot of dreamers right. that that you know <clears throat> that are in my congregation in my chat live on Twitch right What's now. What's going on in the chat, Twitch. man? You you read they, no comments? Nah, no they nah, they questions. saying they saying Nigel Golded, Nigel's for the <laughs> people. About. Salute. Uh, what's his craziest BMX trick? 
Can they see the that you was glad when you were Oh, no. They see. They see. They see. But wait, I, b- b- before I even ask you for your gem, before I even ask you for your gem, I got a question from one of my guys. Right. They said, what's your craziest BMX trick that you were glad when you landed? Mm. Wow, that's a good one, man. Um, this is one trick I did years ago. I actually like found a clip recently, but it was a crooked grind to tail whip. So basically, mm. and I did it on a rail. So basically, it was like it's your back, it's your back left peg, mm-hmm. and your front right peg. Mm. So you're sitting on the rail crooked, crooked, and then right. out of that crooked, like this. I jumped out into the tail whip. <laughs> That's right? crazy. And it takes power. Yeah, it was it was a lot, man. But and it was so crazy because I had flew to California maybe like a handful of times to try to land it. And it, it like it took a minute because like the spot wasn't right, energy wasn't right. So after landing that one, um, that was a really big moment for me, man. You know what I mean? Nuts. Wow. Somebody else said, "How did the LV bike come about?" <clears throat> so at first, I wanted to do so. Like I was, I was at a point where I was like, "Man, like, how do I, how do I take my artistic expression and put it on the bike versus using the bike to physically?" express myself so that was mm. the original thought mm. you know what i mean like let's make the bike the canvas versus using the street as the canvas mm. you know what i'm saying because when we go out to ride a staircase or a handrail or a ledge that's our canvas right that's, like, right, that's, right, right, right. that's like the medium in a sense right and i use the bike to go and express my thoughts exactly. so i was like but how do i elevate my bike now and do something really cool with it so at first I was like, I want to wrap my bike in all leather. And that was the original idea. Ooh. I would do all leather wrap bike. Ooh, that'd have been hard. And then, and then I actually <laughs> watched one of my favorite movies, probably my favorite movie, Paid in Full. Right. Too hard, guys. Right. And that's, what's in, that's what inspired, like, I see the Dapper Dan right here. You know what I mean? Shout out to Dap. Legend, Uncle Dap, right? So, so you had the Eric B and Rock, Kim J, right mm-hmm, there. Mm-hmm. So it was that that was like, you know what? What if I do it in a crazy leather material that people would like automatically recognize and elevate the value of the bike? So that's where the LV came from. All mm. hard. Like, La- <laughs> last question from the guys. They, one of my guys said, "Though standing on me, pedals was fire." Right, them dunks. Right, and then they said, "Would you do another dunk high?" Yeah, I'm definitely doing another dunk high, and it's crazy because like dope, like that, like that dunk high, Clark Kent and I created it together. Which even that, like, <laughs> like that you moment keep going, kid. was crazy. You know, like to because Clark again, like when I again, like when I first signed to Nike, I met Clark at at a Nike Town event. You know what I mean? And Clark again, like his family being from the West Indies as well, like he he see me was like. He gets it. I get it. So I'm gonna put you underneath the wing, and we gonna, and I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna protect you through this, which he has from like from that day, and we speak all the time. You know what I mean? Like that's the big homie. Drops, drops gems on me. He's a mentor. So once I had the opportunity to do that shoe, first person I called was Clark. I'm like, yo, I got an opportunity to do a dunk high. Need you? And we drove around the city, went to the garment district, looking at materials. Went to 21 Mercer, looked at materials in the back. I think. Malin, like Izzy was back there. Shout out to Al, like Malin, like Malin, Izzy, you know what I mean? And we looked at materials and whatnot, and we found like the new bug. We found all the different materials, man. And like, that's how we created that shoe, bro. 
It's crazy. And that was that was a crazy moment for me as well, man. Like they they you shooting know. him now. They shooting him. Now. <laughs> nah, he said, "Nah, my, my man, like, yep, I remember that." Nah, <laughs> right. that, that's hard. That's it was, hard. It was wild, man. And actually, like, like Ralphie shot the photos for like the campaign, and we were in LA with it. It was a, it was a vibe, bro. You know what I mean? It's, it's legit. When like when people say it takes a village to raise a child, you know what I mean? Like, there's so many, not so many, but there are very important people around me throughout my career who were with me from the beginning, who are still with me now. And I feel like I, I owe them so much, you know, but I attribute so much of my success to them helping me get my visions out. You know what I mean? Mm. Gangster. Gangster. Yeah, Pete, they're going crazy. They're like, hard, I can't wait for your next endeavors. Right. I mean, I think we all feel that we way. Gonna cook, I man. think we, we all feel that way. We in the kitchen right now. Right, right. But bust it. You know what I mean? Like I said, I got a lot of dreamers in my congregation just, mm. and just a lot of dreamers that, you know, that, that follow what we do. And, um, before you get out of here, I want you to leave a, a gem for mm. anybody chasing their dreams. Wow. That's a good one as well, man. I can just share the things that I do on like a daily basis, man. Mm-hmm. Like, you got you to gotta stay committed. You know, you got to stay committed when, when no one else believes in you. When things get extremely challenging, staying committed, you know what I mean? Like, and executing. And going back to those details, man, so many things are in the details, bro. Like, and that's just a few things I, I, I that I, I use to approach like every day. Check the details. You know what I mean? Gangster. 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 <laughs> let my air horns off. And, you know, for most people, I got to let the, I got to let this go. Man. A motherfucking round of applause, man. <laughs> For my motherfucking brother, the legend, the motherfucking legend, Nigel motherfucking Sylvester. Thank you for popping up, brother. Thank Thank you, you, bro. Thank you. Now, what's that stupid shit you Hey, yo, curls for the girls, ways for the babes, naps for the hood rats. Show Broadway ho, we got Nigel Sylvester. Smoke, this is a personal party podcast. Chill. Yeah, this nigga goes crazy. Got his own tagline. Crazy, bro. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bada ba ba ba. At participating McDonald's.